Good morning, a good Erev Shabbos. Erev Shabbos Kodesh, Parshas Bahar, here in Eretz Yisrael. Erev Shabbos Kodesh, Parshas Emor, Lebnei Chutzlert. The year is Tav Shin Pei Beis, Leminyonim 2022. Um, this Shabbos, not only do we have the Parsha, we also have this coming week, the Yontif of Pesach Sheni, we also have this week the Yontif of the great Yontif of Lag Ba'imer, Abba Leinu Latoiva. And um, it also happens to be the yard site of my late father, Oliver Shalom, of Imairi, Rabbi Yaakov, and Rebelezer. And the words that we say today, Zatzal, the, way, the words that we say today should be, Le'ilu'i Nishmasai. It's hard to believe that this will be the 35th yard site. And um, if there's some element of uh, Torah and Arbatsa Torah that uh, I myself and the, our family was Eichutu. There's no question that my father, Oliver Shalom, was a big part of it. So a lot of schusim, especially for Ner Yaakov Talmidim, Yeshiva was named after him. And today, Ateris Yaakov Talmidim, who the Yeshiva is named after him, should be a schus for his neshama and for all of our neshamas to have an aliyah. Uh, there's no question that we're living in a time uh, we take a look at the world uh, the world at large the world in microcosm here in Eretz Yisrael and we see a world of Milchamas Ba'olam we see a world in Eretz Yisrael we've been uh, having a how would I say it tragedy after tragedy of Piguim of terrorist attacks and somehow we somehow seem to think that this is a normalcy, but anyone that has a little bit of a brain and understands that the, this is not the way that we thought the world would go. And um, uh, we need to recognize that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is speaking to us, he's talking to us. And uh, for those of us that have been learning the Daf HaYaymi, the Gemara speaks about when, when there are Muhammad in the Olam, the, the, the purpose of the Muhammad is in order to arouse Klai Yisrael to do tshuva. So there's no question, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, as we always say, HaKadosh Baruch Hu is speaking to us, and HaKadosh Baruch Hu is uh, beseeching that we should better ourselves. I'm just looking for the Chazal, which we learned this week in the Daf, where the Gemara speaks about the uh, Indian of Muhammad um, of the world, and... Um, that's something which, especially in the month of, in the, in the year of, um, in the year of Shemitah, we know that it's, Chazal say it's a year also of Muhammad and Matzei Shviyas Ben David Ba. So we hope and we daven that Itaka uh, should be like that. We should be Zoychem Hashem, that, um, that we should be Zoychem Hashem, that the Gula should come soon. I'll just mention that I went this week. We had the uh, we had a, a personal um, a personal simcha um, um, in our in our lives. We were zayichet to uh, have a granddaughter's erison and uh, engagement, the vort. And this, I said over last week that we we were zayichet to that, but uh, I went on Thursday morning to buy a new yarmulke just to get a new kippah. 
and the mocheret, a woman in the store, it was nine, ten in the morning, no one else was there, and I said, good morning to her, and I said, I'm buying a yarmulke, and I said, you know, we have a big simcha tonight, and she said, what the simcha is, because so we bantered, and I said to her, Mir Tzashem, we have a granddaughter, I said, was your first granddaughter, I said, no, we had a few granddaughters, she said, um, I said to her, I give her bracha Mir Tzashem, also, to such simchas in her life, she's a, a lot younger than I am, and I said, Shemizaychah to Simchas and Brias and, uh, and, and, and all the brachas and the Shavit Shalom for Kla Yisrael. So she said, Rav, Anachna Tzuchim Mashiach. Zemash Anachna Rotsim. We need Mashiach. I said, Tzadak. I said, you're telling the truth. The truth is, that's really what we want. We see the world is so flimsy, so out of whack. And the danger that's surrounding us, HaKadosh Baruch we know, is watching over us. But we have to recognize that the what we really want is we should be zeichet to the Gula Shlema. So where do we see in the Parshas? We're going to speak a little bit more about Parshas Bahar. Um, and I, I apologize to those of you in Chutz Laretz, but uh, my Parshas, Parshas Bahar. Um, we will speak a little bit more about Parshas Bahar. And uh, we'll try to tie in some Devei Torah and Chizuk and stories also from the Parshas, stories from Gedolim. To give us all chizuk, but we'll just mention one part of Parshas Emer, which I heard this week, uh, which will help us also to understand a little bit of the message of Parshas Bahar, the beginning of Parshas Emer. Say the double lush in Emer va'amarta, and Rashi points out lahazer gedolim alaktanim, and we spoke a little bit about this last week that the gedolim, the kahanim gedolim, are mechuyiv to what to teach the ktanim the laws of of making sure that they're. Tahar, they shouldn't be Tomei, and they shouldn't be Metamel Lemes, unless it's from the Shiva, Shiva Kravim or from Ace Mitzvah. But I heard over uh, a shtikel Hasidish Avart that Lahazik Gedolim Akhtanim is, is teaching us a lesson that the Gedolim are the sources of Kedusha. For instance, Shabbos and Shemitah and Yoival, these are sources of Kedusha. And the Kedusha it emanates from the Shabbos, speaks specifically about Shabbos, and it extends itself to the entire week. All of the the, the koiches of Ruchnias, which come into the coming week, all come from this Shabbos. And that's Pshat Lahazir Gedolim Alaktanim, that the Gedolim, they're a Lushen of Zayhar. It's a Lushen of light. They give light to the Ketanim, they give light to the, to the Katnas of the Yemei Chol. And this is what we hope and we pray that from Parshas Bahar, from the from the laning, from the from the Kriya, from the Kedusha of this Shabbos, Parshas Bahar, for you have Parshas Emor, there should be a light for the week that's coming upon us to the Ketanim, to the to the to the Dvarim Ketanim, so to speak. But this week we know there must be some connection between Parshas Bahar and everything that's taking place this week: the Pesach Sheni, the Lag Ba'aymer. As I said, it's also my father's yard site on Lamed Bey's Baimer. All of these elements all receive um, sources of Zohar, of Lahazir, from the parsha which, we ha- which we're going to learn this week. There's no question we cannot forget that this Lag Baimer is going to be a different Lag Baimer. Lag Baimer, that we have the yard site of the 45 Kedoshim, which were nifta last year, and those are uh, each one was a story, and each one was a light. 
And we also know that we have, uh, not like previous years, this year they're going to, 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 to only allow a certain amount of people and there's all kinds of rules and regulations. They're going, <coughs> they're doing what they feel, government feels, but to make things that should be safe and should be sound. And um, we hope and we pray that there should be an element of, of, of aliyah that should come out of all of this. But we recognize that things are not the same. What do we see from Parshas Bahar? All these Parshas of Bahar and Bechukaisa, which is about to come up next week, we're, we're speaking about the Kedusha of Eretz Yisrael, the higher level of Kedusha which permeates the land of Eretz Yisrael, the Shemitah, the Yoivo, the halachas of the, of the selling of the, of, the, of, the, of the property and how we goyle it. All these things have to do with the Kedusha, special levels of Kedusha. Bechukaisa is... If we're going to keep the laws, then there's going to be geshmechemit, everything's going to go properly. So it's all about a higher level, that really, who runs the world? HaKadosh Baruch runs the world. And we, we, we give over everything to the Melech Malchi Amlochim. We're living in the Palter in Shomelech, in the palace of the king. And we should, we, when we recognize that everything that we get is really a matanah from HaKadosh Baruch and that's why there are Gibari Kayach people who are willing, farmers till today, and there's many, many more people that are being mechazek themselves in the union of Shemitah, which is really unbelievable. The amount of dedication, the amount of Messias Nefesh. And I urge everyone, anyone that can help to continue to support the farmers this year, all the Gedolim, especially with Gershon. Edelson Shlita says there should be a special, a special campaign now towards the last part of the Shemitah, that there are many, many people who are not working and they need support, minimal support. So this is uh, all lessons that the, the element of our lives is really the source of our lives, which is HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And therefore we keep the laws of Shemitah, we keep the laws of Yehovah. There's an unbelievable Arachayim HaKadosh, which I learned yesterday with my Chavruz, I want to share it with you. In the middle of Parshish Bahar, it speaks about when a person is poor and he sells his land, so there's a halachas in the times of Yovel, you had what's called a goyal. You had, let's say, a relative that had some more monetary success and he wanted to redeem the land so he can go and redeem the land from the one that you sold it to. And let's say you don't have any relatives uh, who are wealthy. So then uh, you yourself, when you get a certain amount of money, you make a cheshman and you want to re. Uh, re- re- reacquire the land so that the Torah gives us a whole value system of how you judge how much the, 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 the property is worth because it really depends on how much time you have left to, to Yovel. What happens if you don't have the ability to buy it back? Then uh, when Yovel comes, Kodesh Baruch says all property in Eretz returns to its original owner. It's a special halacha. You can only buy property up to 50 years. You can't buy it for any more than 50 years. Everything returns to its original owner. Or Chaim HaKadosh says a fantastic thing. Chaim HaKadosh says this is really a remez to a deeper, a deeper meaning and a deeper lesson for all of us. So let's share with us the highlights of the Archaim. The Parsha, when we speak about Mechiris Karka and we speak about the, 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 the Goyal, is really a remez. What happens when Klai Yisrael is Yomuch? Ki Yomuch HaChicha. When, when, when a person is poor, meaning to say when Klai Yisrael is poor, and we're aniyim b'mitzvahs. And because we're aniyim b'mitzvahs, HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, you can't, you can't remain in Eretz Yisrael. 
Hakadosh Baruch Hu is moicher achuzasei. What happens is we have to we sell the land. That achuza is the mishkan, and who do we sell it to? Unfortunately, we sell it to the goyim, and they become the bailim of the lands. And uba goyaloi. So the Rechaim says, who comes? The goyal hakaravelov, and he comes through them. Who is the goyal? The goyal are the tzaddikim. The tzaddikim of the generation, they have the ability to be mechazek klayisul. The klayisul should raise up their level in kedusha, at a level in mitzvahs, and we know that tzaddikim are called the ach of klal yisrael, the ach of hakadosh baruch hu. The goyal is mimker achiv. That's going on. The mimker achiv is what kind of hakadosh baruch had to sell the land. So they come and they're mechazik, and that's they redeem us. They redeem us from our iniquities, from our sins. But what happens if the pasuk says, "Listen to this geval the gazach ve'ish ki lo yil goyal"? What happens if there aren't there aren't tzaddikim or? Unfortunately, Klaizo doesn't listen to the tzaddikim, and there won't be a goyal tzaddik. And what happens is the ish kilo yir goyal ish is a kadosh baruch hu, ain ish al kadosh baruch hu kilo yir lo goyal. No one's going to come along to do a gula for him. So what does he have to do? The siga yaday lumatzik to take dulasay. So what does a kadosh baruch hu do? A kadosh baruch hu has to take retribution, and there has to be a kapara. So we should know that the kapara is the yesurim and the galus, which are all different levels of kapara. And it's all the midas hagvura, kakarosh baruch is going to be misakin us, and that's going to bring the, that's going to bring the gula. And everything is a cheshben. The cheshben is, hakarosh baruch knows what the cheshben is. Hakarosh baruch is v'chisha v'shneimim karo. He's the one that makes the cheshben. And then HaKadosh Baruch is going to return us to our rightful place. He's going to bring the gula. But what happens if we won't, we won't even after HaKadosh Baruch is going to, there's going to be so much kapara that's needed. And there will be what's called Chevle Mashiach. So what does HaKadosh Baruch do then? HaKadosh Baruch says, no matter what, the person should not, should not be despondent. Listen to the Lushan of the, um, of the uh, of the Orachaim Hakadosh, Sheyir Chevle Mashiach Ubezev Eshav Lachlazosay Pirish Chayzer Al Hakadosh Baruch Hu. We're going to return to Hakadosh Baruch Hu, and therefore, no matter what, the case of the Golas is going to come upon us. Even if Klaus is going to be Rishayim Gemurim, Hakadosh Baruch Hu is going to return us to Himself. And we're, we we realize we're holding mamish close to the gula. There's no question about it. These days are close to the gula. We don't want to have to have to go through the yisurim of the kapara, which Hakadosh Baruch Hu has to, which the midas hagvura, that's the midas hadin, which comes upon us. And this haftocha Hakadosh Baruch Hu is going to return us no matter what. But if we want to not necessarily go through that path, then we have to use the yisoid of the beginning of the parsha. The beginning of the parsha is Har Sinai. To be connected to our Sinai, Shmita is connected to our Sinai. To recognize, hey, everything that we have is really a bracha from Hakadosh Baruch Hu. What happened to Lag Baimer? Lag Baimer, Rip Yochai, who was sitting in the cave for thirteen years, right? And he revealed to us the depths of the Torah. So an interesting thing that the Medrash says: not only did he sit for thirteen years in the Ma'ara together with his son Rabbi Lezer, but it's interesting, we know that Rabbi Yochai was from the Talmud of Rabbi Akiva, and he learned by Rabbi Akiva also for 13 years. 
in Bnei Brak. He's a 26-year man, Talmud of Rebbe Kiva. 26, we know, is the Mida of 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 Havaya of Hakadosh Baruch Hu. The Mida Sarachamim. The Rajbi was Megalatas the Rose Torah. I saw it brought down that the day of Yilag Ba'imer is a Tikkun Gadol for the world. Simcha Gadolah. That's why we light the fires, and it's a it's a day Mamish like Matan Torah. What's the Matan Torah? The Matan Torah was the this. The, the Zayar HaKadosh that the Rajbi brought into the world, which teaches us the Saydis of the Torah, the secrets of the Torah. So there's a tremendous Simcha into the world. And this Simcha all emanates from the fact that we realize we all have everything from Har Sinai. What is the Simcha of the Rajbi? The Rajbi spoke about the Oymik of the Torah. We know that every single body, every single person is made up of a Guf and a Nefesh. And in the same way, the Torah also has a goof and a nefesh. There's what's called the Torah's Hanigla, the revealed Torah. That's like the goof of the Torah. But the nefesh of the Torah is the oymik of the Torah. And when a, we know that when a, you, when a person has a relationship with another person, you can know that person on a superficial level. And that's one element of understanding who that person is. But when you recognize the oymik, when you really get really a real connection. You understand the depth of who that person is. You see a person's milus. You see what his neshama is all about. Ah, there's a whole different relationship. You have a whole different uh, a whole different look on that person. The same way, Rav Shemim brought out into the world the oymik of the Torah and the panemius of the Torah. A person, when he learns the Torah, becomes a different person because he sees the shivim panim la Torah. And this is the great simcha. Where does it all come about? It all comes about from the fact that uh, that Reb Shimon Bayechai, he recognized how everything really comes from Har Sinai. And that's what we have to try to do these days. What can we do in order to reconnect ourselves to the Torah of Har Sinai? Shemitah, and um, it, it teaches us such great lessons. So just a few interesting stories which I want to share with you. Just about the great kedusha of the Shemitah, Reb Chaim Zetzal, Reb Chaim Kanievsky, he used to have in his house, and people would come during the years of Shemitah, and I heard people came in different years, and they would see these tremendously large fruits and vegetables, and Reb Chaim would exclaim to them and tell them that these were, these were very large fruits that were brought to him by farmers that came on the end of Shishis, and they, on the end of the sixth year, and they showed him that the fruits and vegetables that he had were literally three times larger than the people that lived next to them that weren't Shemesh Shemitah. And Reb Chaim said it's a big Indian to be Mesapra the nest, to show that the Torah is alive today. I learned with, from Reb Zilberstein Shlita, I'm just going to say it very quickly, Reb Yitzchok Chadad, who had one of the largest, uh, largest land uh, areas in Eretz Yisrael for, for vegetables. And he was in four million shekel in debt. And he made a decision he's going to keep Shemitah, Lechumra. Bedouins came to him. They offered him $2 million to let them use the land just to just to rent it for a year. And they were willing to give him more money. He could have gotten away of all of his debts. But he said, no, he's not going to be Saimach on, on the Heter of Mechira. And he also... He took out an extra million shekel, and he had five million shekel of chayvus. Why? Because there were certain lands that he had rented, and the only way he would be able to keep that land 
Shomer from Shvita was to take out loans. Took in a million shekel. Can you imagine a person at five million shekel? That's a million and a half dollars almost. And he has such betachen. And what happened was he grew melons one year, the, the shishas, and the neighbors from the, the whole country. The amount that was sold was uh, between 80 and 90 agurot, less than a shekel for a melon on the wholesale price. And what happened was there was a tremendous uh, storm that came and destroyed all the crops from the people in the south. And in the north, where they also have great fields of melons, also all of those fields were struck with some sort of pestilence. The only person whose, whose uh, crops stayed whole were this Yitzchak Chadad. He was able to sell it for five to six shekel. And before the Shemitah came in, he was able to not only pay off all of his debts, but he was able to make a profit. And he showed immediately to him how much the Shemitah people, how much his dedication for keeping the Shemitah gave the bracha of what the Torah says, Tzivisias Berchas, it is going to be a great bracha. There were a few Yidin that passed away. We want to speak about them. One of them was the great Tzaddik, Rebbe Leyohu ben Herav ben Zion, Shaul, Abishol, Zatzal. The great son of Rebbe ben Zion, Abishol, was one of the great Sephardic Rishishivas here in Eretz Yisrael. And the son of Rebbe Yohu passed away very suddenly, only 70 years old. He was a ben Yochid. And I heard that the Chazanish gave a bracha to his father, he should have him. And uh, he was um, a brilliant light. And there's no question, his losses is going to be felt by only the, not only the family, but also by Klal Yisrael. But he wrote many svarim, he built the yeshivas. And we have a munah that everything really comes from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. There was the, the tragic um, terrorist attack in Elad, which took place last Thursday night. So we know the tragedies and the 19 Yisayim, really hard to believe and hard to fathom. But there's one story which I saw, which I want to share with the Olam. A woman was driving with her daughter in the car, in Elad, and the Arab murderers attacked. She was one of the cars that they attacked with their axes and their cleavers, and they started smash, trying to smash the window. And she's and her daughter started screaming, and you, can, you can't imagine what a shock it was. But what she did was she put the, her foot on the pedal, and she was able to go past them, and she was saved. And she recounted that literally two weeks ago, she had a dream, and her grandfather, who was a Holocaust survivor, came to the dream, and he said one thing. He had a big smile. He said, everything's going to be all right. He didn't know, she didn't know what it meant. But after this episode took place, she saw clearly that her grandfather somehow had come down to her to tell her that no matter what, everything's going to be all right. And maybe he had great schusim for what he went through the Holocaust. We're mechuyiv to be mamin, that we're getting close to the gula. And we we should always go with Amuna. One of the first things we say is, Nasata, Be'amuna, did you do business with Amuna? And we say, Kavata itim la And the question is, why is the second thing Nasatim and Nasatim Amuna? The answer is, is that this world is really a world which is called Nelam. It's a hidden world. The Oilam is Kimin Hagei Hoylech. The world says, the, the Velt says, the world goes like its pattern. But the Repinchas, the Pnei Menachem, one of the Gary Rebbe says, that the Pshad is Olam Kim and really means that Hakul Hoylech after the Manig, the Manig is a Baruch Hu. The We have to be Nasata Vemuna. What do we do in order to show 
that our lives are lives which we live emuna. We go to Davin and we uh, in the morning and we pray to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And as we get closer to the end of davening, so there's many, many machshavas, we have to run out, we have a business meeting to go to, and we feel, okay, I'll just, I'll, you know, I'll run out after I did, you know, I did the, until Ashbury Volatine, I have to run out, I have to catch the train, I'm going to lose a lot of money unless I get there. But if a person was really nasatav, nasatav emunah, and he recognized, oh, I stayed in shul because I want to get the birchus koinim. I stayed in shul because I want to ask HaKadosh Baruch of Hatzlach and Parnosa. I stay in shul because I recognize really everything really comes from HaKadosh Baruch And if I answer that extra Kaddish, I'm going to get a greater schus. So this is the message of Shemitah. This is the message of Har Sinai. This is the message of, message of Lag Ba'aymer. This is the message of Pesach Sheni, that when we are going to be asked from HaKadosh Baruch did we do business properly? That meant, means to say that's really the aspect of Nasatib Amun, that we really have Amun in HaKadosh Baruch We want to give a blessing to everybody that uh, there should be a lot of Simcha, there should be a lot of Bracha, we should be Zoycha to the Eish of Rib Shimon, we should be Zoycha, the Emor Vamarta, as we said, Lahazik Doilalatanim, the Hashpo of the Zoyar of the Shabbos, this Shabbos Kaidish. Parshas Bahar in Eretz Yisrael, Parshas Emer in Chutz Laretz. We should be Zoychem Yitz Hashem, that there should be Hashpas of Teva, and HaKadosh Baruch should grant us Mitz Hashem. We should be Zoychem to the Gula Shleim of Meir of Yemen Amen. Wishing everyone a wonderful Shabbos. Thank you very much for listening. We want to thank jfoundations.com. If you could sponsor any of our activities, be another way of addressing and being able to give over Torah to other people. Go on the website and show your support. Thank you very much for joining us.